Good evening everyone and welcome to the Museful JJ podcast where we look at building ourselves into better and more civilised humans. Hi, my name's Jamie Pemberton and I'll be your host for this podcast. I'd love to give a shout out to Anchor for supporting this podcast and a special shout out to all you wonderful listeners out there. I have returned from a long hiatus in the wild and unforgiving wilderness of life. The topic for tonight's episode or podcast will cover listening and active listening and the need for both in today's world. Okay. I'm sure you all would have heard the saying from your parents or from a few friends, a saying that was started by Diogenes or whatever his name is, and is, we have two ears and one tongue, so, or one mouth, so that we could listen more and talk less. Mum and Dad drilled that into me. From when I was way high. So. You would hope I. Would have learnt that by now. Although. There are times I certainly. Talk more than I listen. But there's. A lot more to listening. Than having two ears and one mouth. Carl A. Meniger. Once said. Listening is a magnetic and strange thing, a creative force. The friends who listen to us are the ones we move toward. We are, when we are listened to, it creates us and makes us unfold and expand. And that's true. I think all of us can relate to that. And... In his book, Lessons Learned from the Path Less Travelled by a guy named Zero Dane. Oh, well, he calls himself that. I'm pretty sure his name's Dane, but I digress. Not everyone, everyone with a problem needs you to solve it. Sometimes all a person needs is to feel like they've been heard. Listening without judging can be more effective than injecting your opinions or trying to solve a problem that doesn't have an easy answer. And I've heard that in relationships too. The the guy being the uh, problem solver and, and, and the lady partner says, I didn't want you to solve my problem. I just wanted you to listen to me. And, but, but that, you can look at it in so many different ways. Anyway, let's move forward. On, there's a, um, on one websites, I'll put on a reference to some of these things that I've discussed tonight up on my 
podcast listening notes, so you're welcome to read through it in your spare time. But there is a few types of different listening. Active listening, appreciative listening, dialogic listening, uh, informative listening, reflective listening, and workplace listening. But we won't be discussing too much of the of the second to sixth one, so we just don't have time. This will just be a a short podcast. I'm working my way back into it, but we'll be discussing a a little bit or delving a little bit more into active listening. Now, what is Active listening, pretty much it means to concentrate on the content of what is said rather than hearing the message. So it requires for us to really be paying attention. Now, there are several different types of active listening. Unfortunately, we don't always use them, so we'll be discussing a bit more of that. Okay, we'll start with a quote from um, Susan C. Young in her book, from her book, The Art of Communication, Eight Ways to Confirm Clarity and Understanding for Positive Impact. There's quite a few good quotes in it, so you're welcome to look it up. Uh, Well, the content more than quotes. Active listening is not only a matter of making yourself available to hear someone talk, but it is showing the sender physically that you are receiving and understanding their message on all levels. And people, like in Dr. Thomas Gordon said, people's problems are like onions. (laughs) like that quote from Shrek ogres are like onions pretty much like that only after the outside layers are peeled off do they get down to the core problem sometimes people know what the real problem is but are afraid to start there more often than not they are not even aware of what is underneath when a person starts out talking to you about some bothersome problem you generally hear only the presenting problem. Active listening effectively formulates, facilitates the helpee to move through the presenting problem and finally get down to the core problem. And we'll just stop there and uh, there's a, probably a bit of a mouthful <laughs> the last few minutes so I'll give you a break and we'll I'll come back with some more about active listening I hope you all enjoyed the message from our sponsor okay now we're gonna um just it's a few more bit more content that well, there's actually a lot of content that I could cover tonight, but 
I don't think I'll go too much into it because it's important to we kind of are on the same level anyway well how is active listening relevant and how can it help me I can imagine some of you asking well that's a good question and how can it help by learning to listen and not just listen but listen well listen to understand not to be understood as Dr. Stephen Akabi wrote in his, one of his rules for effective living or f- efficient living one of the two it's so important I see so many problems in, in debates over like polit- the hot topic of politics another hot topic of religion and also like within relationships at the moment it seems that opinions people are fast to hold to their opinions and are only willing to listen not all people I'll make that clear not all people are like that but it, it appears that a lot more people are more willing to draw to people that will own, will agree with them. And that, look, it, it's good to have be around people of like minds. Talking about the things that you love, it's, that's quite normal. Birds of the feather flock together, they say. But, um, it's, it's good, it's very healthy to and also stimulating intellectually to listen to an outsider's point of view that is different, that will challenge you. Like I, I can like we we'll talk. Well, for example, pick religion because not. It's probably one that does relate to me. I don't know whether it relates to you. Like, like as a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, not everyone of my, um, that the Christians out there of different denominations or sects agree with them, I believe. But it's that's okay. And I don't have to agree, agree with it, and they don't have to agree with what I believe. And I, and I shouldn't really have to feel compelled to make them believe what I believe. So ultimately, that, that's not going to change anything. Rather, I've just got to listen and be willing to be open. And that, I believe, is the key to effective, active listening. Paying attention to what's being said. Then stop. When there's a pause, don't butt in when there's a pause, but when they pause for more than 15 seconds, 5, 10, 15 seconds, then say, that's an opening for you to say something. However, it is validating, you might say, 
uh, to them. So, what? So what you're saying is, you ate cheese at the shop, and you really liked it. This is just an example. And they'd be like, "Yeah, I'm not asking you to repeat the whole thing, the whole conversation, because that's boring." <laughs> and it would sound like a robot. <laughs> anyway. Let's get back on topic before I run out of time. But just keep keep it simple and then ask them, is that what you're saying? And more more often than not, people will say whether or not you're saying what pretty much repeated what they said. And for most people, not all, but most people, that's validating. They'll say, yeah, well, in their head, they'll register, oh, good, they've been listening. And then they'll open up a bit more. People, um, and this is key, especially when you're in therapy. See, psychologists or counsellors are very good at this. Like you, they, like you sit there for an hour and they generally are able to get more out of you in an hour than some, like you could say, your closest friend or Joe Blow down the street. Because they, they, they ask questions and then repeat what they say. And that does... You might, as you say... Focus uses all the senses: sight, sound, hearing, speech. Well, I think I've just repeated one, but it's it's all good. And also paying attention to their body language as well, and making sure that your own body language is open and attentive, and not looking at your phone. I've been told off for this for a few, quite a number of times from my own family, so I, I'm a guilty offender as well. I hope this doesn't, like, this podcast doesn't sound like I'm, like, I'm telling any of you off. That's not my intention, but if you do feel a certain tug, pay attention to it. Because that tug generally is willing, to, like, is there to prod you into the right direction. So, yeah, well, and how how can, and I'm going to have another break because I've just said a lot and we'll go over it a little bit more and then we'll close up. Thank you. Here's another message from a sponsor. Okay, now, I invite you, over the next few days, to experiment upon this technique that I'm going to teach you in your, if I mean, day-to-day interactions at work or wherever will suit you or that is easy to try. 
Now this won't be easy. Nothing in life is ever easy. But I can assure you and promise you that it will help you listen better. Now, first, I invite you to sit and watch like a news program or a current affairs program and sit and watch the um, like people like discussing politics for example and watch what happens when one of the hosts or one of the people on the couch interrupts the other person halfway halfway where they're discussing an important point that they're making. Like, for example, a policy or their opinions behind what they're talking about on the couch. Watch their face and also pay attention to the tone of voice that the the offending party is doing. Using so. And also, watch their response. It's bad manners to interrupt someone, even if you don't agree with what they're saying or feel very strongly against it. To interrupt them while they're making their point, like with a question or a rebuttal. Now, What, well, this technique that I'm going to teach you is is to make, decide within yourself not to let what you believe colour or blur what the other person is trying to tell you. Rather be open, like open yourself up allow yourself to be vulnerable to having your mind changed it doesn't mean you are going to but don't make, let any prejudice, prejudice or prejudgment or opinion that you hold very cl- tight to lead you to dismiss the person's opinion that's very bad for debate it's also dangerous within relationships as well I've seen it destroy my uh, relationships within my own life and also relationships around me with those that I love whether it be family or friends Be willing to agree to disagree, but without being disagreeable. And when they do give you the floor to ask questions, if you may not understand something, ask them, but not not in a dismissive way. I want to give you an example. Say you... I don't come prepared with too many examples, so you'll have to bear with me. 
excite. I like I'm a um like I follow AFL Australian Rules Football for any international listeners. And my team's Collingwood. Yeah. But I'm not here to talk Collingwood. Just here to say that. It's just an example. Like, like say for example, my team won last weekend. And we played some good football. And to say I'm talking to a person who supports Port Adelaide, who we played last week. And... They would say to, like say their point, like oh we didn't turn up in the first quarter, but we we dominated the rest of the game. I uh, and I'd say, well that's true. Well you you did all right, but we weren't playing. We didn't need to play that great because we we're up by like heaps of points, and then it would like rebuttal rebuttal, but say yeah. But just try to find a mi- a middle ground where you can meet together and walk away, even if it has to be to agree to disagree, and shake hands at the end of it, and don't let like a person's a view of something that you don't agree with push you away from them. It's a very it's a bad strategy, and I've seen it ruin a lot of relationships. Treat people with respect, and to be respectful is to understand that you may not always be right. Socrates used the, a very good strategy when making before making a statement. He'd say, "I could be mistaken, but this is what I believe." Be open to being wrong. There is nothing wrong with being wrong. So, and I imagine you're thinking, what does it have to do with listening? Well, it does a little bit. It's it's more about being respectful and treating others with respect. It doesn't matter what you believe. Doesn't matter where you come from. Doesn't matter like the like what your culture is or your traditions. Every person deserves to be treated with respect and dignity and civility and in the political arena like amongst um, people who are really like really dedicated passionate about it we don't see enough of it and I'm not blaming anyone but we we can but I will say we can do better and I believe that we, we can be better. I've got every bit of confidence in us humans that we are capable of doing amazing things. And we are capable of listening to each other. We can do it. Okay, well, thank you so much for listening. And I'm hoping to get another one out that will discuss a little bit more on listening. And and good communication, and hopefully next week, 
and thank you for thank you everyone. This is Jamie Pemberton, your host for the Musical JJ, and wish you all a, a pleasant evening and a good week. <laughs>